Hi, Shalene. I want to thank you for your authenticity in today's podcast that I just listened to. Are you feeling out of sorts? It really impacted me greatly because I was feeling out of sorts. I not only liked your truths and how you were feeling, but also your real action items on what we can do to get back into feeling better. And the most important thing I heard was to put new anchors to your routines. I had gotten out of my routines the last couple of weeks with everything going on, and I realized my anchors weren't there after listening to your podcast. So I made new anchors, and today was a new day, and I feel so much better. So thank you very much. Keep doing the good work. Hey there. Welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. <sighs> How are you? I'm so glad you're here. Seriously, so happy that you are staying with that routine. You're seeking that normalcy. I hope that you find comfort in my voice. I hope that you see me as a friend. I rely very much on you for my sanity right now. So thank you for the messages that you've left for me on our voicemail. You can find a link to that in our show notes. It's on my website. Thanks also for talking to me in my Instagram DMs. Like that's been huge. Just kind of getting a sense for where everybody is. And it's interesting because it's kind of all over the place. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But I want to start today off with a public service announcement. It is Wednesday. On Wednesdays, we try in our pants. That's the new rule, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, there's a lot of risk and there's a lot of uncertainty in the world right now. We all know that. But one of the riskiest things that's affecting everybody is the fact that we're not wearing pants. We're wearing yoga tights. We're wearing sweatpants. We're wearing elastic. And elastic will lie to you. Elastic will have you thinking that everything's okay. Go visit the pantry one more time. Go see what's in the fridge. Elastic is not your friend. I know because I just went 14 days in elastic. Today is Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, I put on pants, pants with buttons, and they fit. And I'm not trying to brag or anything, but it was a scary moment. I was like, literally, I, I said to myself, okay, listen, girl, if you start pulling them up and they're just like, they start getting really tight, just take them down and you can start over again another day. Because we all have that pair of jeans. I call them your mean jeans. Right, like you, you can just overeat a little bit, and then we try on those jeans. You're like, "Whoo, okay, how you doing?" So I tried those jeans on today, and yeah, I'm really excited that they fit. That made me happy. So I've decided now every Wednesday I'm going to put on pants. On Wednesdays we wear pants. That's the new rule. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome to the Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Every day I ask you, how are you doing? I ask that on my Instagram stories. So if you haven't joined that conversation, what are you doing? Come on, get over on Instagram so we can chat person to person. But it's been interesting because Brett and I, most of our time has been spent over the last really four weeks helping our customers, our marketing impact students. And I know some of you have recently joined or maybe you joined in the past and you know that we're we're coaching people through this. And when I say through this, it's like the this is something we've all never been through. And I tend to think that business owners have kind of a different perspective versus people who are employees who are still employed. And so anyways, 
my point is this. I'm getting like all different kinds of responses. Some people are like, what is the big deal? Can we just go back to work already? And then other people are like, it's ridiculous that people think we should be out. The country needs to be shut down until this goes away or until we have a vaccine or a, a cure. So it's it's really interesting how people's emotions are all over the place. And then I find that to be true for myself. Like some days I'm like, the other day, in fact, I walked out my door and a neighbor was like walking by on the street. No big deal, right? But it's weird how I just watched a story on the news that really heightened my feelings about who's a carrier and who's not and just all human beings. That If I haven't been around you for the last four weeks, I don't know where you've been. And I don't know if you're a silent carrier or an asymptomatic carrier. So here's this nice neighbor of mine walking down the street and, and you know, I just smiled and waved. But it's weird because in my head I was thinking, oh, does he have it? And that's irrational. Or is it? I don't know. But some days my fears are heightened and I don't want anyone, like if Brett's going out to get groceries, I'm like, you need to wear a mask and you need to, you know, I, I just get nervous. And then other days... I think Southern California is doing so well. Why can't we go back to work? We need to go back to work. We have to stimulate the economy. And I know I started this off with some really good news about trying on jeans, but it's pretty serious. Like all joking aside, there's nothing to joke about in this. The financial fallout is, I want to tell you how I really feel. And sometimes I worry that you're going to be upset with me because you think I'm being negative. It's not negativity, it's just facts. The financial fallout causes the mental breakdown. I mean, the damage that this whole scenario, this whole situation, this nightmare that we're in, the reality of it is that it's going to take a major toll on people's mental health, their physical health, and their financial health. And a lot of those things go hand in hand. When people suffer financially, it has a major impact on their immunity. It has a major impact on their stress, on their life expectancy, on the rate of domestic violence, on the rate of suicides. Like, And I, I'm not trying to create doom and gloom. I'm just trying to bring awareness especially to those people who keep saying this isn't that big of a deal or they don't realize the impact on their neighbors. I just keep saying this, like it's hitting people slower than what I had anticipated. And I, again, I think that there's going to be a bajillion positives to come from this, but not if we don't stay woke. We really have to be aware of what the world is trying to tell us, what God is trying to tell us, and how connected we are and how connected we need to be and how connected everything is. You know, and you think to yourself, well, gosh, I don't own a ton of restaurants, so this doesn't affect me, or I don't work in the airline industry, so I'm fine. But you have friends and family members who do, and I mean, it's just we're all connected. And when people are hurting financially, which that's just a fact, everyone is hurting financially because the economy has stopped. And those who haven't yet, it's because they're offering something for free or the monthly billing hasn't come back up yet. Like, you know, it's kind of, it's coming. And we don't have to be afraid of it, but we have to be prepared for it. That's all. I'm not being negative. 
I'm trying to point out that we can handle this, but we have to be ready for it and we have to be there for each other and we have to check in. It's really important to check in on the people who you might think you don't need to check in on. Check in on everyone. My husband, I think I've mentioned this, has been texting just three people every single day who he hasn't talked to in a while. Just going through his phone and literally going, okay, who haven't I talked to in a while? And just going through his mental Rolodexes and his iPhone contacts and just every day getting through three or more people to just check in with them and say, what's going on? How can I help thinking about you? And it's so important to do that right now. People need hope. People need to be happy. And it's really hard in this moment to be happy because for so many, they feel like there's no end in sight, that things will never go back to the way they were, that now they are in financial ruins due to no fault of their own, and they have no way to come out of it. I mean, people, they just, they need hope. And I'm worried. I'm so worried about the mental health aspects of this. You've got to reach out. You've got to get help. You've got to ask for help. Don't assume that people are too busy or people have their own problems and so they don't need to be troubled with yours. It is a gift when you reach out to somebody else, even if they are in distress. You guys know this to be true. Think about yourself right now. Even when you have a lot going on, when someone else reaches out to you and says, hey, can you help me? I'm just, I need some advice. It's such a nice break to help. And, and it's such a gift to be able to help someone else and to think about how you could be of service. It frees you from your own troubles and your own problems. So when you think that you're going to be a burden by being honest with a friend or someone who cares about and telling them, hey, I need some help, you will not be a burden. That is a gift. It's a gift that you give yourself and it's a gift that you give the person who you reach out to. And if you just refuse to do that or if you don't have people who are maybe mentally prepared to be that rock for you, you've got to find a therapist. All of them are doing online therapy right now. Talkspace is one that we've had sponsor the show before. Dr. Michaela, you can reach out to her. She's on and she's doing Skypes like crazy right now. I know she's helped so many people. You can reach out to her on Instagram. It's at Dr. Michaela. And uh, I'll put her link in our show notes as well. But you've got to reach out to other people. Because there, there's no reason why you should be suffering in silence. I heard too many of your messages this week that made me nervous. Because there, there are too many of you that I wanted to reach through the phone and hug you and tell you it is okay. God has you. So I want you to feel this virtual hug. Everything's going to be okay. You will survive this. You'll get through this. Everything is going to be better. All change, even the most difficult change, makes us better. But we must be stewards of our mental health. And not just our mental health, but the mental health of the people who we care about and the people around us and the people who we know, the people in our community, friends of friends. We we have to be vigilant because not everyone has your faith. Not everyone has your perspective. Not everyone believes that things will get better. And those people, we've got to check in on those people. <sighs> I'm worried about the suicide rate. It's just hitting way too close to home right now. Way too close to home. Our real estate agent let us know this morning that a couple 
our age, the same age pretty much as Brett and I, they were having financial problems and this has just made things worse. And that couple had reached out to our agent just a couple days prior to see if he could help them with a quick sale of their home. And this morning we found out that they committed suicide. It just, it's hard to fathom. It's hard to fathom because my faith is so strong. I absolutely know that he is what matters. I can't imagine. And so this is a time for those of you who are of faith to reach out and to spread your belief, your hope, and allow that to infect others. And I know that you may have down days, but on the days, maybe even in the moments when you're feeling hopeful, that's when I want you to reach out to other people because it is infectious. And there are those who have a difficult time being optimists. You know, there's the reality of the situation and even in the reality of it, which I, I understand it's a very bleak reality, but I have so much optimism. I have so much excitement for people who I know never, ever could have anticipated what they'll be doing next and how great their lives are going to be. And this isn't about like money or, yes, the economy is not in a great situation, but what we are perfectly positioned to do is to change our perspective and stop focusing on things to make us happy. Like, and, and that's, that's pretty encouraging that the whole world has hit the reset button. And I think we're going to redefine, finally redefine success, not based on the things that we have and the things that we can buy and the money that we've made and our accolades, but we're going to redefine success by thinking about what makes us truly happy and having the freedom to do that. Remember to have patience with yourself during this process. The reason why you're going up and down and up and down in one, one minute, everything seems like it's a big deal. And the next minute you're like, why don't we all just go back to work? Everything's going to be fine. And you keep going up and down and up and down like this. We all do. That's very normal. This is a process. Our brains are trying to process and make sense of what's going on with the information that we have. Yet a lot of the information and details that we need for our brain to fill in the blanks and say, oh, this is what's happening, or oh, this is what's going to happen, that information is missing. <laughs> so it's no wonder people can't sleep. It's no wonder that people are stressed. It's no wonder that some people fill in the blanks with the absolute worst possible negative scenario, and others are able to see things with a more optimistic lens. But we're all missing details. No one has all the answers. No one knows for sure what is going to happen. So we're all in this space where our brains are trying to figure out what's going to happen. I want to read this to you. Okay. It says, not knowing how this is going to turn out is one of the hardest things you'll have to face. One minute, you're going to feel a surge of hope. And in the next, you'll feel the depths of despair. The depths of that despair will threaten your very sanity for what could be an hour, a day, a week, or more. And life will become an emotional roller coaster that really won't stop entirely until you know the outcome. As you enter more deeply into this nightmare, please know that you are not alone. 
Unfortunately, other people have traveled this path before and they've experienced the same emotional ringer. Other people are going through this and they will survive and you will too. But it will take strength. It will take hope. It will take willpower. This article goes on to address how it's the uncertainty, it's the unknown outcome that keeps you in this state of emotional despair. Now, it's pretty interesting that the article that I'm reading from, I didn't tell you this before I started reading it, is an article written for families who are dealing with a child who's been abducted. Think about that for a second. So this is an article written for people who are having to cope with a tragedy that they yet don't know if it's a tragedy. I mean, yes, something is lost. A child is lost. And I know this is not the same as someone losing a job. And I'm not comparing in any way, shape, or form traumas. But the similarities are that you're grieving something that you've lost for the moment that you don't know if it's coming back or how it's coming back or what the outcome will be. And when you look at the advice given in this article, it's all the same things that we need to do. This resource suggests that the best way to take care of yourself is to force yourself to sleep and to take care of your nutrition. To regardless of how mentally exhausted you feel, to make time every single day for physical exercise. To create a space, a refuge, away from the pressure, away from all the information. It says, quote unquote, the, the search and the investigation. I think that's, for us, that's to create space away from the news, away from inundating ourselves with the negative. It says also, give yourself permission to release emotions. Emotions will be running wild and out of control because there's fear, anger, grief. At times there's hope. And all of these things can take over your entire existence. And emotions have to have a way of releasing. You know, that's what tears are. Tears are a release of that energy. So you've got to give yourself a way to release that emotion. I think exercise is a wonderful way to release emotion. So is singing. So is screaming at the top of your lungs inside your car. But don't release emotions on your family or your loved ones. Keep a journal. This resource also goes on to say, put your anger and grief to work by being of service. Come up with ideas, ways that you can help others, ways that you can help in the search, ways that you can help your family and acquaintances. Isn't this interesting? All the same advice that you should be following in this moment. It also goes on to say how important it is to avoid drinking, avoid alcohol, avoid drugs, avoid overtaking your medications. These things just numb you and they make matters worse. If you're having a difficult time sleeping right now, don't resort to taking sleeping pills. Do something all natural. I tell you, I've had a tough time falling asleep in the last couple of weeks. And so I've resorted to taking CBD and melatonin. I've talked about my favorite brands before on the show. And this is not a plug. This is honestly what I use. I'm looking at the bottle on the counter right now. And that is my CBD and melatonin from My Soul CBD. That's the, my reliable source. It has no THC in it. That's huge. There are many misconceptions and myths surrounding CBD. But to be clear, this is pure CBD. My Soul CBD is pure CBD, which means it has no THC in it. 
THC is a thing that we know as being pot or marijuana or whatever. So you can take my soul CBD and there's none of those effects. We're learning more and more about the healing properties of CBD every day. I did a previous episode on it. You can look back at that and find some more information about CBD. But in general, I have to say, it's probably one of the safest, most natural ways that you can help yourself ease anxiety, reduce pain and inflammation, and fall asleep faster. I don't want to overstate the claims, but CBD is known to have properties that help to calm and recalibrate your central nervous system. They help to calm you. They help to lower anxiety. A lot of people say that they give them great relief from joint pain and inflammation. But for the most part, you know, when you combine those two things, melatonin and CBD, for me anyways, I don't wake up with like, you know, the -the over-the-counter sleep aids. Man, I take one of those and I feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck in the morning. I can't wake up. So this is very natural. And I happen to know the owner's of my soul CBD and have interrogated them, as you know I will, about their quality control and how they source their ingredients, etc. And so they've given us a 20% discount. And I know you need this stuff right now. So if, even if you're not looking into the melatonin version, again, there's no THC. They also have gummies and capsules. I personally love the melatonin and the CBD combo. It's a sleep aid. And it's really helped me a lot. So anyways... They're giving us 20% off. Just go to mysoulcbd.com and you enter the code. This is different because in the past you've entered the code, Shaleen, forget that. For this one, you're going to enter the code LIFER. Got it? L-I-F-E-R, LIFER. And you get 20% off. I don't know how I got on that tangent, but I figured I might as well help you save some money while we're talking about the impact this stuff is having on people, the financial side of it. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but while we were talking about sleep, considering that was such an important piece of this resource. So think about it. If this is the advice that has been given to parents who are dealing with a child who's been abducted, and please don't get it twisted. I'm not comparing what anyone's going through to the trauma of having a child abducted. I'm not. I mean, you just can't compare traumas. But I'm just saying that for a lot of us, the things that are similar in this is that there's all these unknowns. Do not blame yourself for what's going on. It serves no purpose to be angry with yourself that maybe your apartment rent is too high or that you just had decided to buy a new car and now you're laid off. Or don't be upset with yourself over anything you've done in the past that's making this moment a little more difficult. Learn from it, but look forward. Avoid allowing the opinions of others to shape yours. You know, people can have their own opinion and we waste valuable energy and valuable time by trying to change other people's opinions. Just know what's important to you. Use wise judgment. Seek wise counsel if you need to, but don't allow other people's opinions to factor into what is, it's just your business. Do, however, remember that you have friends and family around you who might not be in a place to seek help for themselves, like they're just too deep into it. And it is important that we become stewards for each other. You might want to suggest a friend or family member get help, you know, make it easy for them to do that. Encourage people in your family and your circle of friends to talk to a counselor. And the best way to do that is by doing it yourself. 
even if you think you don't need it. It's so profoundly helpful to seek professional counseling. You guys have been hearing me talk about this for the last, like, what, six years of my show? A professional counselor, they are skilled at helping people make sense of feelings that are hard to make sense of, especially when we don't have all of the information. I also want to remind you how important it is for you to have appropriate expectations for yourself. As I said at the beginning of this program, my goal is to wear pants on Wednesday, real pants. That is so funny to me that that is a goal of mine right now. It's something I would have never even mentioned before. But every week that this goes on, I realize I still need to have a push goal. I still need to set daily objectives for myself. But if I try to maintain the type of objectives, even the difficulty or the quality or even the areas of things that I was working on before any of this happened, it's none of that makes any sense right now. And to do that, I'd be setting myself up for failure. You need to set yourself up for success so that you feel better about who you are and what you've done. So if every day I make it my goal to, you know, record three podcasts or listen to four audiobooks and, you know, whatever, expand my business in certain ways, I just can't do that right now. It's just, it's not in my bandwidth. Maybe I could do it, but it would be unrealistic. And I was beating myself up for days because I was never meeting my own expectations. And so this is going to sound strange, but I, I need you to lower your expectations for yourself a little bit. Not to the point where you're not stretching yourself, but like legitimately, it is a stretch right now for me to maintain a schedule. I can push myself to wake up at a certain time, go to bed by a certain time, but I've had to adjust that. I've had to adjust it so that I can win. We boost our own confidence when we can check things off on a box and say like, okay, I did it. So I'm not working out at 6 a.m. right now. I'm working out at 9.30 a.m. To me, that's insane. But because I'm saying this is my objective and I'm hitting it, that makes me feel good. As opposed to saying like, oh, shoot, I didn't work out at 6 a.m. I worked out at 9.30. That's a failure. You see what I'm saying? It's about perspective. Celebrate those small wins too. And the only way you can celebrate them is by marking them or checking them off. So pull your push journal out. I know you have one. Go pull it out and start using it, but set more realistic expectations for yourself. You know, one of those things is to find something. This might be a perfect push goal for you right now. The push goal that would create happiness. And one of the easiest ways for people to find happiness is to think into the future. So right now, here's the exercise. I want you to think about something you're really excited about, whether it's you know two weeks from now or a year from now, or maybe it's something you don't know when it's going to happen because of hashtag uncertain times, but you know it is going to happen. Church service this year might look very different than Easter service last year, but Easter is still going to come. Maybe your daughter's wedding was planned for May and, and it looks like you've had to postpone that and you were so looking forward to it. You can still look forward to it. In fact, I want you to look forward to it, even if you don't know the exact date of it. And I, I hope you understand the analogy or how I was trying to be useful in sharing that resource with you, the resource family survival guide for families who were dealing with a kidnapped child. I'm not comparing traumas. I cannot imagine that. But work with me. And what I'm trying to explain is a family who's trying to survive that is you don't know whether you're grieving. You don't know if things, if you've lost something permanently, 
You don't know how bad it's going to be. You don't know when it's going to end. We should never compare traumas, never compare someone's pain compared to another's. Like pain is pain. And many of us, many of you are experiencing, whether you realize it or not, a trauma. It is traumatic not to know what it is you've lost and if it's ever coming back and if things will ever be the same. And that can be a difficult emotional strain on anyone. But even in the unknown, we have to have hope. Hope can fill us with happiness. What is it right now that you're hopeful about? What are you looking forward to? What event in the future are you excited for? Even though you might not know the date that it's going to happen right now or, or when or exactly how, what is it right now in this moment you're excited about? Think into the future. If you can't think of anything, you need to ask a few people because I promise you there's something that you should be excited about. And I want you to figure out what that is and focus on it. Hold on to it. Write it down. It changes your physical energy. And when we think about things that have us worried or anxious or nervous or sad, it depletes our energy. And you need energy right now. Of course, there's going to be moments every day where you're worried, sad, anxious. But if you just go, okay, what can I think of that I'm excited about? What am I looking forward to? Where do I have hope? If you can think of a particular event or a moment or a time or something that you can look forward to, it's going to bring a smile to your face. It'll make you happy and it will give you energy and you need that energy right now. So smile. I'm excited about meeting you. I know at some point we will. I'm excited about all of the people who needed to be pushed. They needed to realize they had more to offer the world, that being dependent on a job that you hated and you're going, drudging to it every day and didn't love your job, didn't love your work, or maybe you were just existing and you've got all this greatness inside of you and you've thought about doing this or thought about building a social media following or thought about starting something you could sell on Etsy and you just never had that push. I'm excited for you because this is it. Like there is no time like the present to reinvent yourself, to create something special, do cool things. Like this is, I'm excited for people. I hope this is helpful for you. Next week, I've asked Dr. Michaela to join me here on the show to answer your questions. So I need your questions. It's Ask the Therapist session, right? We'll go in session with Dr. Michaela. You can leave your question for her by going to my website, shaleen.com. Link, of course, is in my show notes. And you'll click on the little widget that says, leave a voicemail message. Try to be brief. So write down a few notes before you call in. And it doesn't have to be related to COVID or coronavirus, but just anything at all that you would love. Some advice from a therapist. Of course, give her whatever background information she needs. Usually less is more, but we're going to answer those questions for you and I'll have her here on the show. So, but I need you. So when you leave a voicemail message, obviously you should know that it's going to be used on the show. All right. But we don't have to include your name. It could always be anonymous. Make sure you're subscribed to the show so that you know when that episode comes out. That is my way to give back to you and to help the community. And that episode's coming up next week. We just need your messages to start flowing in. So leave those for me again by going to the website. Oh, don't forget, if you are looking to use my discount code for Soul CBD, it's mysoulcbd.com. 
I'm really proud of you that you're maintaining this habit of listening to podcasts. And I'm so happy that you're here with me. I am so grateful for you. You bring me joy. I love you. I mean it. I'll talk to you soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.